Business, the opening market podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network for Tuesday. I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by Joe Camp of Comstock for our opening market discussion. Joe, what are we seeing taking place in the grains? Well, still a lot of focus on South America. And of course, particularly Brazil has been top of mind as of late. They suffered a major drought at the start of the season here about a month ago, starting to receive some showers, but now getting into the thick of the soybean harvest and uh, seeing that first crop uh, corn is also moving along. Eventually, we're going to have a lot of stock on how the second safrina crop looks, but you know, improved conditions as of late, still some reckoning, if you will, in terms of the estimates. That'll be a subject for next week, our February crop report coming up to be uh, very much one that has special attention paid to the South American estimates. But it's not just Brazil. Argentina has been in the mix here uh, more and more lately. Early last week, it was a a friendly influence for the market and still uh, can be observed as a a source of support for meal, which is up overnight here, uh, where we see some drier, hotter conditions prevailing across Argentina. Uh, They do have some rain in the mix for maybe 10 to 14 days out, but that's subject to change, too, when you start to uh, look that far ahead. Ultimately, it's a really crucial period of production for Argentina right now, whereas Brazil is getting into their harvest, uh, Argentina further south from the equator. They're not going to be until you know maybe mid to late March where harvest really picks up. And so you know that would be something that's akin to maybe the Midwest August type time frame for uh, these corn and soybean crops down there. So we're watching that weather storyline really closely for South America. Also Argentina in the news, though, a negative for wheat that it was announced that China has approved uh, wheat imports from that country. So something that could potentially be a further source of lost market share for U.S. exporters. Joe, is it still the case that Argentina looking at a gangbusters crop and just an overall great year? Generally, yeah, certainly compared to last year, we're looking at corn and soybean production levels that are as much as double uh, what they achieved last year because of the severe drought. So, uh, you know, the question is, though, whether or not we've priced in this favorable rebound for conditions in Argentina and if there could still possibly be now a reverse in terms of just taking the top end off. Can we move a little bit lower on some of these estimates going forward if the dry weather persists? That's that's definitely a risk point. Joe, let's switch over to the other side of the ag marketplace in the livestock complex. What are we seeing happening in the protein sector? Well, we started firmer again uh, at the beginning of the week for cattle, and that would be an extension of a really sharp rebound that we've uh, been undertaking now for basically two months since early December, and that has brought the nearby live cattle futures up uh, from a low near 162 now, knocking on the door here recently of 180. Uh, you had a little bit of a reversal into a weaker close here yesterday, and that signaling maybe a bit of profit taking or exhaustion of the rally. It's also some uh, risk pairing, I would call it, ahead of uh, tomorrow afternoon's big report, that semi-annual cattle inventory report. It's likely to be another reminder of just how tight numbers have been and, and will remain, but at the same time, you know, similar questions uh, as we just talked about for the grains and South American weather is, have we priced in 
uh, in this case, the bullishness of, of the type fundamentals and where will we be let down or not. Uh, we'll know, again, a lot more here after the bell tomorrow afternoon for the cattle inventory report. Is there any indication what those numbers might look like, Joe, or any kind of surprises that we might encounter? Well, just the general uh, consensus estimate is going to look for the all cattle and calves count down a little more than 2% from a year ago. Uh, one of the questions, though, that remains open is uh, if if they could fall even further, just because of how surprised we've been in at the aggressiveness of the cow call, uh, heifer slaughters having been, too, is recently up as much as 40% of the fed cattle slaughter. And so, you know, we're looking at further decline. And uh, even though we, we've talked about all of those things, it just keeps surprising the extent of it. And so even with a lot of folks thinking we could have started to gain some traction on the herd rebuilding effort by now, uh, reports like the one we're going to get tomorrow uh, have in the past continued to say we're not there yet. And that leaves you know maybe more of a bullish risk point uh, open again if we haven't uh, already priced in a lot of what we'll see tomorrow, then then that could be a flip back to just a really positive type of market. And what about on the hog side of the marketplace? Hogs are higher here to start out this session today. They've had uh, you know pretty considerable strength. We're uh, looking at uh, basically six, seven market days in a row for most of these futures, and uh, that's in part a reflection of bullishness on the speculators and uh, getting in getting out of short positions that they had built up recently in the hog market and now turning long again. They have been encouraged by these all-time highs for the stock market, and that's saying something friendly in general about consumer demand. And then, you know, back to the sort of core fundamentals of the market, knowing that the cash trade normally uh, can uh, firm up from here seasonally, that fits too with the projections that we've had for uh, overall pork production to tighten into at least the first half of this year. And so it's a friendlier um, approach, no doubt, to this hog market right now. What is the best way for our Iowa Ag Radio listeners to contact Comstock for more marketing information? Yeah, our website at Comstock.com has got access to our daily report. Also, all of our contact information. We'd love to hear from anyone. Joe Camp of Comstock, our guest here today. Joe, thanks so much for the time. Appreciate it as always. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you. Have a great rest of your week. Talk to you next week. That was Joe Camp with Comstock. It is time now for a check of the numbers. March corn down a quarter of a cent at 4.40 even. March soybeans up seven even at 12.01 and a quarter. March soybean meal up $5.40 at 3.59.70. March soybean oil down 49 cents at 45.06. Chicago wheat down one and a half at 5.92 even. Minneapolis wheat up one and a half at 694 and three quarters. Kansas City hard red wheat up two even at 620 and a quarter. And March oats up a half cent at 365 and three quarters. On the Merck, February live cattle down 15 cents at 177.22. March feeder cattle down 12 cents at 238.50. February lean hogs up 40 cents at 75.67. February pork cutout down two cents at 87.42. And class three milk up a cent at 1647. This has been a check of the opening markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network.